Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 9 of Wings, Beers, and Tears. We are a DMV sports podcast coming to you live from Montgomery County, Maryland. From the lovely studios here in Laytonsville, Damascus, Upper Montgomery County, in the heart of all the DMV action. All of those places? All of those places, all at once. It's a weird fucking area. It's so cool. Ah, Brought to you, as always, by our esteemed Mr. Hyatt. Jerry, how are you, sir? Hello, guys. What's happening? How are you after vacay, bro? I don't want to talk about it. It (laughs) You look rested. It was terrible. I need a vacation from the vacation. (laughs) And that's why we are here. Jeremy, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I think I can uh, safely say I've had my share of wings and beers and tears from laughing so hard since I've uh, since we've been here last. <laughs> yeah, great vacations all around, guys. And I am Todd, and uh, you can find us where you find your favorite podcasts on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, you name it. Please search Wings, Beers, and Tears. Find our logo with the lovely chicken as he's crying and boozing. He's got the DMV on his T-shirt. Um, give us a give us a little review if you'd like. We love five stars if you're so inclined, and if not, I can't really blame you. Um, fair, very fair, 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 fair enough. <laughs> we are barely informative, but I hope at least you laugh. Uh, probably you'll feel better about yourself uh, after listening to three assholes. You know, yeah. g- give our opinions on everything DMV sports related. Laugh at us if not with us. It's cool. <laughs> Seriously. So let's get right into it with our favorite team in the DMV. I I think right. They are our favorite team. This is a hockey podcast. (laughs) We are hockey aficionados here. Uh, We're going to talk about our caps because while we were all, you know, living it up on vacay, NHL free agency was fast and furious on July 1st. And um, as expected, our caps uh, let a few guys go for cap purposes, um, but retained the the majority of the core of their squad. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what they did or didn't do, what we're thinking about in terms of optimism. Um, and, uh, and where we go from here, because July 1st is not the big splash it was for our club years in years past. However, might be a good thing, right? I think Brian McClellan was listening to our podcast, specifically me. He's smart. <laughs> Probably. When he was formulating his plan, because what the Caps did was they got heavier. Uh, they got some tougher players. Um, I think they, I mean, the good thing about Brian McClellan is he doesn't seem to maybe the NHL doesn't do this anyway, but he doesn't seem to sign people for any sort of marketing thing or anything like that. And maybe it's because he already has his stars and he doesn't need stars, but I, they targeted areas that they were weak in and they got players to fit those areas. I mean, they needed to get tougher. Uh, I have been saying they needed to get somebody to protect Tom Wilson because if you're going to lose Burakovsky, which they did, and Conley, which they did, you're going to need people to score more goals, and that's got to be Tom Wilson. And for him to score more goals, he has to play. And for him to play, he can't be fighting all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I love when he fights, but when sure. he fights, he could get injured, he could get suspended, he could get missed games, certainly mm-hmm. missed shifts. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That has so, all happened. Yep. Um, so they got guys in Gudis and the Hathaway kid. Yep. Um, who can step up and fight so Tom Wilson doesn't have to fight. And Speaking while- of Hathaway, I'm going to call him Garrett Hathaway about a million times because his name is Garnet. Garnet, yeah. Garnet Hathaway. Were his, ki- were his parents drunk? I don't <laughs> Garnet, let's call him he's a color. He's a good old Canadian boy. They're Florida State fans. So, 
but I, so that was my take is that they may have sacrificed uh, some potential true pure scoring um, for more complete players and grittier players, mm-hmm. um, which is what I think they were lacking. And certainly in the uh, playoff series against uh, the Hurricanes, that fourth line was dreadful. And I think they specifically got – I mean, I think fourth line was disappointing pretty much all year. I think so too. And I think McClellan just said that's enough. We're, we're going to bring in – we're going to keep Dowd and we're going to put two new guys around him and, uh, and go with those. Those guys are a little bit tougher. Another thing, and I'll, before Jeremy – comes in and corrects everything I just said. Most <laughs> There's a of, lot to be corrected, yeah, to be honest with you. Most of their uh, – most, most of the people they signed are good in the PK. Um, so that was a – seemed to be a pretty big area of emphasis. And that does a lot of things. Obviously, their PK was terrible. Um, but it also allows things like Oshi. I think Oshi's time on the PK needs to decrease because he needs less minutes because he needs to play in all the games. Um, and he, you know, I'm I'm a little bit worried about him this year because he's always one hit away, right, uh, from a lengthy, if not career-ending, uh, injury. It takes him off the ice a little bit on the PK. He brings in a bunch of people who can play PK, and it'll therefore make your defense better. Uh, you get solid players. It'll make Holtby look better. Um, so I'm I'm pleased with the with the if they can score, if they can find scoring, they will be better than they were last year. Yeah, PK is is my main takeaway from the the offseason signings, and mainly for the reasons you just mentioned. They need to reduce Wilson and Oshie's PK time, keep them fresh for 5v5 and and power play duty. I don't know how much time Willie gets up there, but he certainly does get up there if anybody else in those top units goes down. So I'm just I'm happy with what they've done, and only thing you know waiting on Verona to get signed. I think we're going to see him go with only 21 skaters or 21 players in the roster most of the year because they're right up against that cap. Well, yeah, but you're always one injury away from cap relief, in in a sense, right? Um, And you don't bank on that. Obviously, you don't want anybody to get hurt. But if that were to happen, like Jerry alluded to, oh, she's been hurt in the past. You know some of these D-men that play big minutes, you know, they're they're slap shot away on an ankle from, you know, missing a week or two, you know. Um, So I think McClellan's going to work right under the cap. They're going to be very tight on it, which is why they had to move salary. That's why they sent Burakovsky the other way. Yep. It's why they did the swap for Gudas and Niskanen. Um, and it's why they let Connolly walk. And all those guys got paid, and they're in decent situations, and that's awesome. Obviously, my rose-colored Homer glasses tell me that I actually kind of like our roster the way it is. That looks great. I think, but honestly. think about it for a second. <clears throat> Let's say we're a fan of columbus for you know that would be god awful but let's just say for a second we're a fan of columbus you are salivating when you look at the caps roster yet again you have the greatest goal scorer in the modern era on on your on your roster arguably one of the top three best two-way centermen in backstrom kuznetsov who is just lightning in a bottle when he wants to be when he wants to be when he wants to be and you have one of the best third centers in the league in eller a guy that could probably be a top two center on, on, on a lesser team. So they're built very strong down the middle. Holtby is a Stanley Cup winning goalie. Um, and they're very strong on the back end uh, with Carlson, who I think, you know, is probably in that top five to seven D-men. I mean, he's, you know, depending on the year he has, he could be up there for the Norris. So we look at our, our team and we go, shit, we didn't make a splash in free agency. What are we going to do here? What are we going to do there? Take a step back a little bit. and You look at it and you go, holy shit, our top six is really good. Our back end is really good. Our goaltending is strong. 
And even though we're going to be right up against the cap with 20 or 21 roster players, like Jeremy said, I actually think we have more depth in more key positions this year because we have more people that can play PK. We have more goal scoring from the bottom six. And like Jerry said, we're tough as shit. My only worry is, is pace and speed. I know you think less of that because look who just won the Stanley cup, you know, not the fastest team at all. Um, so maybe the big, strong guys is, is the way to go. I don't know. Well, first of all, screw the NHL for not giving the the teams the cap number until the last minute. They basically <laughs> told them it was going to be like $83 million, and then at the last minute it was like a million and a half or $2 million less. It's like, what, are you kidding me? That's so Bush League. I mean, I think McClellan even alluded to it. He was disappointed and surprised. They kept going down when they thought it was going to be a certain number, and he thought he had that room to work with. And it was almost like really soon, right before the deadline. But, uh, oh, I agree with you. I mean, they kept all the guys they needed to keep. They don't make splashes because they don't need to make splashes. Oshie needs to score more. Uh, uh, Wilson needs to score more. Uh, they do need to sign Verona. I guess that's going to be a bridge deal now. I, I don't think there's any chance of any long-term deal, right, Jeremy? Uh, I mean, I don't think. I mean, you can only give them about four a year at absolute max, and that's with keeping 12 forwards and seven defensemen. So um, I, I see a deal right around 3.5 3. Or, or four, you know, one or two years. And, you know, but I think that's actually a good thing for everybody because after this coming season, we're looking at re-signing Holpe and or Backstrom. So uh, we may be priced out of Holpe ever after the Bob contract. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get to that in part two, what the, the rest of the NHL free agency really uh, means for the landscape of the league moving forward. Um, but as, as we relate it to the caps, I think a couple key items that McPhee set us up really well for. And I think McClellan bridged it into, you know, this next generation the when you think of contracts the first number that's key is aav and how that aav relates to the overall cap what is the highest player paid player on your team and what percentage of the cap are they and the caps are pretty well aligned with five and six guys that make a pretty good percentage of the cap but they don't have that guy that makes 12 million a la panarin they don't have you know a Taves, and, Taves exactly. and a Kane. You know, they don't have multiple guys. They have, again, the greatest fucking goal scorer, <laughs> you know, in the in, in NHL history, arguably, definitely of the modern era. And, and and they've had them locked up for a decade. So, I mean, we've been extremely fortunate. And, and winning the cup last year definitely takes a lot of pressure off, right? Sure. I mean, Absolutely. And you get the benefit of the doubt. Like if if, if this was the Redskins doing the exact same model, we'd be crushing it because it's failed. They in wouldn't the past. do the same model. There you go. So there's nothing they can do, right? But since it's the Caps and they have success, they get the benefit of the doubt of saying, well, you can let Conley walk and then bring a panic and it's going to be fine. I know we're keeping this Cap-centric, but how fucking dysfunctional are the Redskins that they're in a Cap league with non-guaranteed contracts where they can just shed anytime you want, yet they can't even retain like good stars for any period of time. And the Caps have done it now for a decade and given us a relevant, you know, uh, cup contending team for so many years. You sound like smoking Al Coken, <laughs> just ripping the Redskins all the time while championing the Capitals, and they never won any, anything until like last year. Oh, I think that's McClellan now calling Jerry, actually. Yeah. He, trying he, to figure out how much to give Verona. <laughs> I think Jeremy nailed it. I think it's going to be 3-5 to 3-7, somewhere in there. You're going to get Stevenson and um, Jews uh, arbitration. I don't think it's going to make it to arbitration, though. No, they'll um, come up with something. Yeah, don't... Well, I, why why are they just not letting Stevenson go? I mean, why even go to arbitration with him? Depth, wheels, relatively cheap still. I, mean, I understand juice, but <clears throat> but I mean now he's he's still cost controlled. He's young, he's got legs. Um well so so George's buddy absolutely loves Stevenson. And up until last year, I would have 
definitely been in his corner. The guy's got to produce more, though. He's he got. skates great and does nothing. You know, I, I, he's like the kid from uh, Mighty Ducks too. You know, <laughs> can't stop. You know, <laughs> he he's amazing from like the blue line to the blue line. He just can't do anything else. Like he just looks good in his uniform, and he's out there and he's he's skates around people and he doesn't make... look as good as that picture though, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Jerry I'm holding the Stanley Cup. Stanley, Stanley Cup winner now. It's amazing. Jerry won a cup in the offseason. Uh, he, really he was he was <laughs> winning off the field. He was frustrating. Um, Juice. I, I mean, I don't blame either one of them for going to arbitration, especially for Stevenson. You make all these signings to get you out. Might as well put the pressure on him to either cut you loose. I mean, the best thing for him is to get the deal. He wants to win an arbitration. But but also, the next best thing is to be cut loose and let him see if he can go get more money somewhere else and more playing time. Sure. Well, arbitration in the NHL is actually a fairly simple process. Once you file for it, the player is essentially going to stay for a pretty reasonable number based on market value. Especially and, a fourth-liner. Exactly. Yeah. Especially a fourth-liner, especially the RFAs, especially the younger guys. Um and it's not like baseball where he just throw like two numbers at the wall and they can be on opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, NHL arbitration almost never goes to the actual arbiter or is it the arbitrator? Arbitor. Arbitor. Ooh. Ooh. Arbiter. Arbiter. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's why I say it. But I think it's like arbitor. I don't know. Um, it almost never or makes arbitrator. it that far. I don't know. But your point about the cap being lower <laughs> than what people thought, they've actually now got, what is it, 27 league-wide arbitration hearings between... Um, what is it, July 12th, which I think is Friday, all the way through the first week in August. Yeah. And somebody was saying of those 27, maybe five or six of the cases will actually go to the arbiter in Toronto on the day it's supposed to go. Yeah. That's the jury duty I want to check yeah, out. <laughs> check out these lines. Ovechkin, Kuzi, Wilson. Verana, Backstrom, Oshi, Haglin, Eller, Panic, Lepsick, Dowd, Hathaway. And the bottom six are great penalty killers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kempney Carlson, Orloff Jensen, Juice slash Siegenthaler, and Gudis. Hoping I, that's solid. Man. That, that's what oh, I mean. There are no holes. If you're a third party fan that has no horse in the race, you're going. What the hell are you guys bitching about? You know, they're like, you know. I mean, if you're a fourth liner there, you just muck it up, man. I mean, that's your that's your role in embracing. And, and, and that's why I think it's important to sign a guy like Stevenson if you can fit him in, and a guy like Boyd, and and have those guys on your roster. And if they play one out of every four games, great. It takes the pressure off a guy like Hathaway in case he gets a little dinged up from a fight. Um, gives you some some jump. Because he should, he should kick Stevenson's ass right in the first practice. Just get him out of get him out of town. That's what I want him to do. Hathaway, give me a call. Kick his ass in the first practice and get him out of town. <laughs> Free up the cow. Why? You're it's a waste of space. Get rid of him. You you gotta have you gotta have the roster spots though. That's like going, we're gonna carry two quarterbacks, fuck it. <laughs> you know? well, and then oh shit, after week four. <laughs> one of the things about Boyd, likely Stevenson's contract and probably Leipzig too, and we're trying to figure out who else is down there, maybe maybe even in Hershey, as long as they're under a million bucks, you can bury him in Hershey and there's no Boom. You know, they have to go through waivers and you lose him, you lose him. Maybe you try to trade him before the season one or two of those guys just to make room. But they'll you can bury those guys in the minors if if need be. Absolutely. And <clears throat> let's face it, the Caps still have borderline NHL talented players on Hershey contracts. You know, worst comes to worst, you, you have a rash of injuries. Shit, half the team gets the flu, like something weird happens. You actually have enough guys that you, you you're going to be. A- you guys always love the talent that's here. You overestimate how good they are. Stevenson. Bullshit, I'm not overestimating it. I mean, They're bottom yeah. six guys. They're they bottom three guys. Why are you pointing at me? You just got off vacation. <laughs> yeah, you're the ones better about it. Or arbiter, or whatever. I actually think our talent, our, our, talent pool, our talent pool is actually not very strong with regard to top six talent. 
I don't know who we have in the works that's really a future top six guy. I mean, it was Verona two or three years ago. There's, there's zero. There, there really isn't anybody. But Garrett Hathaway scores 15 goals. See, you called him Garrett. I, I know. I, I, that's why. Come on, Todd. There's no reason we can't have fun with this guy. <laughs> Just call him G. So, Gar- so Garnet Hathaway Garnet is our, Hathaway. Uh, he's uh, our he's our future top. He's gonna six have guy. to. Ch- he's got to change his name. <laughs> he really is Garnet. Uh. Why don't we just, just call him Maroon? Maroon Hathaway. Yeah, sure. Is that what color that is? Burgundy. I don't know, man. Yeah. Did Florida State garnet and gold? Garnet. Uh, Mahanta City was garnet and gray. I should so know. What fucking color is that? It's like maroon. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Bur- purple. Burgundy, maroon, garnet. Burgundy. Red. She said red. Yeah, bur- Deep red. A very oh, my God. Like burgundy and gold red? Yeah. No. No, 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 don't say that. Sure? Boo, don't talk about the Redskins. <laughs> Why? Well, it's fun. We can bash them. There's still like colors. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that the I think the Caps did. <clears throat> in all honesty, I'm glad it was boring because there really wasn't much there to do. You didn't have a whole lot of pieces uh, that you could bring in. The key was who could you get rid of, sustain your the, the, the core of your team, which we did. And and in the uh, Burkowski trade, I mean, we get a couple uh, get a couple picks down the road. That, that, you know, you never know. I mean, we were we were selling low there. I mean, he just you know he just and, and I like the guy, but he, he's another guy that. If you had said two years ago, Todd, are you high on this guy? Absolutely. Well, he had two full seasons plus a Stanley Cup run plus another playoff run to really prove himself as a top six guy, and he just never did. He never emerged. So, you know, at that point, don't paint yourself into a corner in a contract that you go, oh, no, you know? Right. It's I, not an anchor. I so, agree. Yeah. What do you think, Jeremy? I'm trying to figure out what Garnet is. Hold on a second. <laughs> uh, always quick on his feet. I love it. I think your shirt is your like shirt garnet. Is garnet. For the for those of you not here, uh, arguably the DMV chicken uh, in in our wings, beers, and tears logo is, is borderline garnet. Yeah, it's, no, no, but it's a little light. Yeah. Jesus, we've gone off the rails. We have, we have. I had all these notes on the cast player. We're talking about freaking colors. Well, th- well, let's do this. Let's take a little break, and in part two, we are going to attack how the Caps line up with the rest of the Eastern Conference. Um, and talk a little bit about the inflated contracts that were signed, uh, a strange offer sheet. Uh, hadn't seen one of those in about a fortnight. And then uh, also talk about some of the contracts that did not go as as heavy as one might have thought. And say goodbye to Phil Kessel. I love Phil. I love him too. He's probably eating McDonald's right now. Phil in the desert. Fuck those guys in Pittsburgh. Phil in the desert, baby. Lots of tacos, boys. Uh, please join us in part two. See ya.